boss man show in front of the show, Coach Jason Hooten of the South Sam Houston State Bearcats out there in Texas, out there in the South Conference. Coach, how life treating you guys out there, man, Texas, man? Well, it's uh, as you and I were just talking before we went on air, uh, we, we've had some snow and some cold. Uh, I think it got down to like 25 in my house last night. So I woke up this morning and didn't have any water because the pipes were frozen. So it's been weird here. I mean, everything from pandemic to getting Texas and East Texas getting snow. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, I'll ask you about this. Let's go back to March. It was my birthday when everything got shut down on the 11th. I was at the Hawks Nick Knicks game that night. I got to worry everything was suspended on my birthday, right? So from my birthday on, how was it for you and your staff sending guys home probably on spring break, maybe, and then having not, not see them ever again, not to hug them and hug them again and tell your yeah. seniors bye? How was that, Coach? How hard was it for you and your staff, man, knowing that some of them guys never going to see them again after you let them go in March there? It was difficult. You know, we were right in the middle of our conference tournament, which we felt really good about and, you know, felt like we were one of the two or three teams that had a fighting chance to win it and get to the NCAA tournament. And, um, you know, we came home and uh, luckily for us, we were on spring break that next week. And so we sent the guys home um, and they came back and we finished the semester. So we got to be around them a little bit, but uh, it was tough. I mean, you know, everything from, not being able to be around them every day, as you said, to not being able to work out, to just really not knowing what was going to happen next. And, you know, I think bigger than that was just, you know, what was going on in our world. You know, our yeah. world got turned upside down and and uh, just a lot of things that were happening that were thrown at these guys. And I'm so proud of uh, how our guys have handled it, handled themselves. You know, our seniors all graduated and a lot of them are playing overseas right now. You know, others have started a career and a profession and, and then I'm just so proud of our new group and how they handled it. You know, not being able to be here this summer, uh, you know, we were so far behind because we didn't have any summer access. So we couldn't put in our offense. We couldn't put in our defense. You know, we couldn't start classes. Uh, so all that was really tough on our guys. And I, I've just been really proud of how they've overcome that and, you know, how they're playing right now. And Coach, trying to ramp the guys up, how was it? Because I know you don't want to get guys hurt after they've been inactive for so long. Yeah. Guys are young. They want to get back into it. I want a ball, Coach. But how was trying to keep, kind of tamper, tamper them down and kind of bring them along slowly so you don't have a nagging knee, ankle growing and last all year long? You know, what's funny is we've played 14 games, which is tops and one of the tops in the country. We've been blessed. We, Our COVID was all like – right around October and 1st of November was when we had our, our big stretch there where we had to shut down. So our guys, um, it's funny, but they really just started to get into shape. Isn't oh, that wow. crazy? I mean, we've played 14 games and probably the last three or four games, I've really started to notice, okay, this guy can play 35 minutes without me taking him out, or this guy can play 30 minutes without taking me out. Up until that point, man, we were, you know, we were getting those guys in and out because, like you said, you don't want any lingering injury or you don't want a knee or you don't want a growing or something that might just be there the rest of the season or, you know, hamper them from being able to play and compete. So I think that we've done a good job. Obviously, our training staff's done a tremendous job oh, yes. of keeping these guys on the floor and keeping them safe and, you know, the testing and the protocol and all those things, I think, have gone really well for us. 
I think this year, Coach, you know, guys, we're be honest with you. Coach, I'm not feeling today. I might feel a little tug in my my hamstring, so so you don't hurt them because, you know, like you said, being out 14 days and ramping back up and then still trying to play your way in the shape as you're playing games, you know, guys will be real honest with you in the staff and say, hey, Coach, today and I don't have today. So you can give them a, a, maybe a, a mental rest day or a lower and miss a little bit. Say, so you don't want to, like you said, have that injury because you, you, you guys got to be good come March in that tournament. You know, for yeah. your conference, it's all about the, that tournament in March. So if you don't have no it there, it don't really matter. So that's what kind of your peak you're pointing to is there. So that in mind, how do you guys kind of approach that right there? Yeah, we – so, I mean, I think one good thing is is we got a lot of honesty with our guys. You know, oh, yes. we, we always talk about being honest with each other and, you know, especially during the game, like if a guy's tired, hey, man, you need to let me know. You know, the worst thing you can do is stay out there and injure yourself um, and also hurt the team. You know, if you're playing – you're not playing as well just because you're tired or you've got a little nag, like you said, with a hamstring or an ankle. So I think our guys have done a good job with that and being honest with us. And, and again, I think just having a good relationship and a good feel for each guy and knowing what they are capable of and, you know, knowing whether to push them or not to push them. I think we've done a good job with that. And, you know, like I said, I, I think we've just continued to get stronger and stronger. And you know, a lot of that credit needs to go to our trainer and also our strength coach. Coach, this year, man, it's brought a lot of guys got closer together, if you ask me, because, you know, you're all you got in this COVID world. It's all, you're all you got. You all are all that family of basketball, of Bearcat basketball. So we're all in together as a, a, a we mentality. So talk about how this situation has kind of forced guys to be even closer than they usually would be if it was all free to go off and do what they want to once practice leaves. It's over and, and games are over. You know, it's a really good point by you. And I know you watched the championship game last, last night, and then I watched uh, – you know, and Scott Van Pelt, they interviewed Saban last night, and he asked that question that you did. And, and Saban's answer would be my answer as well. And that's, I, I agree. I do think that it's brought our guys closer together. Oh, yeah. And, and it's weird that you would think that, right, because of everything that's going on and everybody's problems and mental health and things of that nature. But it has. You know, our guys are so close right now. And I think that you just get that mentality of, hey, look, we're all going in this thing together. We're all going through these same things. We all have these same issues and these same problems. Let's get through them together and let's pull together. And we know that we have each other's back. And, and I think it really, has done, it really has done wonders for our team off the court as well as on the court. And, Coach, for me and my staff, you know, I feel like my interns, I feel like I know them better now because – during a normal year, I'm out on the road covering the Hawks, the Grizzlies, or whatever. I'm, I'm gone more than right. I'm in town. But having been in town, I'm able to spend time with them on Zoom, help them in their career, learn about radio and media, learn about Zoom, learn how to edit. So I was spend more time, hear their stories, and, and not just, hey, do this, you know. <laughs> so I feel the same way for you because I feel like as a leader, being a, the head of this show and having interns, I have to lead them a certain way. I feel like I've learned more about my interns than I ever did all of these I had insurance. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think that, you know, what it, it's really done is it's brought things to perspective. But I also think that we, we've all started to, to, to compartmentalize things even more, right? So now with your staff, you're meeting with them more because we need to be there for the guys more and we need to be on top of their grades and we need to be on top of the scouting reports and we need to be top recruiting right now because who knows if we're even going to be able to get back out even in April, I know they've made the date April 15th, but who knows if we'll be able to get out in April, oh, yeah. right? And so if we don't, then we've got to recruit just like we did last year by Zoom, 
you know, we got to get to know these kids. We need to get to know their parents. We need to get to know their coaches. And so I think when you do that, like you said, you really do work even harder to get to know each other. And which, you know, maybe that's what the man upstairs is trying to get us to do. You know, maybe that's what his way of saying, hey, look, man, we need to all figure out a way to get, get along better. And we need to figure out a way to make this world a better place. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that it is going in that direction. And, you know, we try to talk to our guys all the time about getting off those phones and trying to co communicate with each other and interact with each other more than text messaging and, you know, and talking on the phone. You just get to know somebody a whole lot better by word of mouth and looking at them and talking like you and I are right now. And coach, you know, you have the same kind of role I do since because I've learned that I coach, I'm also more than this, I'm their boss, I'm their brother, I'm their f cousin, their mentor, their their counselor, their therapist, because these kids are telling me stuff they wouldn't tell their parents. And I'm pretty sure that you're in that role of a father figure to your guy's leader, brother, cousin, <laughs> therapist. I feel like, you know, I've had to put on a hat of being more of a mentor and being more of a shoulder because these kids don't know what's going on in this world. No, I'm in my 30s. I'm older than those guys by 15 years, at least minimum, a lot, a lot of my interns. So the note I have to kind of put on a different role and kind of lead these young men and lead these young women to help them understand what's going on in our world, what's going on in, in here in Georgia and across the country. So Coach Fitz has been an opening experience for me to actually be in a role of leadership more than ever this 2020 and this year as well. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I do think that we're fixing to figure out, you know, we're, we're going to figure out our leadership in our world and our country and with each other, I think more than we ever have, you know, and, and I think that's like your job and my job. And I like that. And I know you do too. I can tell because you have a lot of passion for what you do. And so I think that it's, it's on us to be better, to be better leaders, to be better mentors, to be better role models, you know, to help people, to help them grow, not just to get them through these times and to get them through these problems and issues, but also to help them grow. Like you, you're trying to help them be better so that maybe one day your intern is going to be the boss man. And so I think that's, I think that's important. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a challenge, right? I mean, this really all has been a challenge. And, you know, I think like you, I, I wake up every day and I, I look forward to that challenge. And, you know, I was always told by my mentors that, you know, when you get to that point where you wake up and you're not really challenged by going to the office and going to practice every day, then it's probably time to either do something else or retire. And when I wake up every morning, I've got a burning urge to, to, to get to the office. You know, I can't wait what's waiting here. I can't wait to see what's waiting here and can't wait to get to practice. You know, I love practice as much as I do games. And, uh, you know, I think it's just going to be important for all of us this year and, and for the years to come. Oh, yeah, and I feel like, Coach, just kind of keep an eye on your team. I feel like your young men are very connected. I know your guys are very, very attentive in timeouts. They, 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 don't, they don't brush you off. They, they look at you like, like a man. Like they're in tune to you and, and their teammates, which is great because, you know, if you if you watch a team on the bench, you see a lot about how a team really is off the court. Your team, Coach, what I can see, are very together and very connected as one. I feel like it's, it's one team, one Bearcat mentality. That's why I figure out your team has done so well this year in this weird COVID year. I appreciate that. I appreciate you for recognizing that. Um, I do think that that just has a lot to say about our kids. We got really good kids. And, uh, you know, those guys all do really well in school. They take care of their business. Um, but, you know, it's like having children. I mean, um, you know, I, I really treat them like I do mine. And when they need a hug and a love, I'm going to give them a hug and a love. And when they need a foot 
up their hind end. I give them a foot up their hind end because I think that's what parenting is all about. And, you know, not only are we trying to win basketball games, but we're trying to get these guys to understand what life is really about. And, you know, just I talk to them all the time about, you know, being able to go out and get a job, you know, and being able to hold that job down, being on time, you know, being able to pay mortgage and being able to take care of your children and feed them and, you know, drive a car and have a car payment, a house payment and all those things that come with it. So I think that a lot of that is, you know, like you said, I, I, I appreciate our guys respecting us and looking at us when we're talking to them. And I just think all those things that are important that your dad and my dad taught us. Oh, yes. And coach, what I love about your team is this man is that, you know, your guys really do epitomize playing hard because, you know, a lot of things, God coach out, yeah, my guys play, but your guys really do play hard. I mean, even when, when your guys have a little rough patch, I don't, I don't see that, I don't see that hang dog. I don't, I don't see the, oh, whoa, it's me. Your guys are really engaged. And I like that. I feel like when things do go wrong for your team, you're better to overcome it because your guys have that mindset and that resolve already built that, hey, we can get through this no matter what. Even as a turnover, live ball, give up, layup. We're we're, we're gonna get it, we're gonna get it right no matter what. I feel like I see you in your team, coach. It's your guys have some some bounce back. That's key to a team kind of make a good run in this COVID year where it's called gotta be adjusting and conquer what you don't the unknown right now. I feel like your guys are very equipped for a great run come March. I appreciate it. That's something that we really try hard to do. I mean, we talk to them every day about adversity you know how are you going to handle it what what are you going to what are you going to do if you turn it over what are you going to do if the referee misses a call what are you going to do if you miss a shot you know and um, you know we we preach and we preach and we preach we don't always feel like that we do that but I appreciate you saying that and seeing that in our team and I do think that this team has represented that maybe more than in the team we've had in a while these guys they love each other they play hard they play for the right reasons they respect the game and uh you know we just try to be as tough as we can and we try to play as hard as we can all the time because you know there's going to be nights when you're not going to make shots there's going to be nights when you don't feel your best but I don't think there's ever a night where you can't try your hardest and uh and, and I just I think when you work hard the good things are going to happen to you and happen for you and Coach Fowles was out here, Coach. You you guys recruit Mississippi and Alabama, so so you all get get close to Georgia. So for I, uh, all my kids are listening out here in the Atlanta area, some, hey, Coach Hooten is a great coach. You play for a great guy, man. So I'm gonna let you listeners know my young kids know out here that that's give give you got a look. It's more than just the five schools here in Georgia. Give you a look as well because you, you do come this way. It's not, not that oh, yeah. home as well. Oh no, we recruit we recruit your area very hard. In fact, I have a young man that. He's a lot older now because I was just a young coach. I was an assistant probably a couple of years in, but he was from Albany, Georgia. Oh, yes. And uh, he played at, uh, oh, man, the really good school there that won all the championships. Uh, he had a guy on his team that ended up playing the NBA. Um, D'Antonio Wingfield or Antonio Wingfield? I remember that name. Yeah, I remember that name. Yeah, he played with him in high school. This kid I coached name was Petrocelli Wilder. And uh, Petrocelli was from Albany, Georgia. He's actually back there now teaching school. And, uh, but he was a great player for me when I was coaching in Division II. And, uh, but we, 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 we cover that area really hard. And we got uh, two guys from Alabama on our team right now and two guys from Mississippi on our team right now. So. Oh, yeah. That's why I tell Melissa, hey, it's a short flight away. It's not that far. Oh, yeah. It's not that far. Yeah. It's not a bad drive you. either. Not a bad drive either. I mean, we can get over there in six, seven hours. Not bad. 
Now, Coach, you got Lamar coming up. Uh, I know Coach Price does a great job with the Cardinal over there. Tell us about what you're looking for sitting on field for all those guys, Coach. Yeah, they're, you know, Coach Price just does a good job every year, and his kids are hard-nosed, and they, they work hard and play hard, too. So I told our guys today in practice, you know, it's going to be two teams that marry each other. And normally when you have two teams like that, it's usually the team that executes the best. So we got to execute well tomorrow night. Um, you know, coach will have them ready. They're always ready against us. They came in here last year and they beat us pretty good here in our own gym and we got them at their place. So we got to get it back. And, and uh, you know, they're, they're two and one right now. They're a game behind us and it's going to be a big game for us. It's kind of a rival game. You know, it's an hour and a half drive and, and uh, you know, first day of class for us. So we're hoping that, you know, we get that whole 25% in there tomorrow night. Which oh, yeah. Be about, it'll be about 1,500. So we're hoping we can get 1,500 in there tomorrow night and, you know, a place to be hard to play. But, you know, Lamar's got a good team. They got two great shooters and a really good postman. And anytime you have that, and then they got some really good pieces to go with those as well. Now, Coach, I noticed that you're, you guys in, South, in the conference, which you're all in, are not playing those back-to-back. Back back. So are, are you happy about that? We can kind of have them spaced out and not having to play the same team twice and have guys maybe be dead at six, at, on, on that second as they game number two where the legs will probably play them for 30 minutes or so. They might not have nothing left for you on night two there. I'm so glad we didn't do that. I've got some really good friends at high majors and mid-majors, and, you know, it's just been really hard for those guys to sweep people. You know, even at home, you know, they may play really well on Friday night and then turn around Saturday afternoon or Saturday evening and not be just like you said, not have the juice. And now you're playing a team that's not maybe supposed to beat you. And now all of a sudden they get you, you know, at your place. So I think it's a good point by you. I'm glad that we didn't do it in the Southland. You know, we're a bus league. And uh, right now we only had about three or four overnight trips in conference rest of those we can just drive there and back and so oh, yeah. you know I think that was the reason why it worked out pretty well for us. And I can say with the Hawks I can say the Hawks beat, beat the Nets by 15 points got in Atlanta at three in the morning right played uh I think it was the Cavaliers was up by 15 in the third quarter and then, 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 then the Hawks hit the wall. I saw, I saw that I saw that and, yeah and so <laughs> Even in, even in NBA, if the NBA players had that issue on the second night of a back-to-back, I can only imagine a college guy without the same physical yeah. stature is going to have the same issue. So I feel bad for those kids. I know why some some conferences are doing it, but that second game is pretty much a war of attrition. <laughs> so who has yeah. some, left, some left on night two to win that game? Yeah, no, that's a good point. Really good point. And, you know, I know we got to do a lot of different things this year. Uh, it's going to be a different year all the way around. You know, I was on a committee call today with the NABC and – you know, the biggest thing we talked about is just getting to the tournament, you know, because I think that's the biggest deal, right? Trying to get to that NCAA tournament somehow, some way. It's not going to be perfect. Uh, it's not going to be not, it's not going to make everybody happy, but we got to get it. We got to get there. You know, that money that the NCAA gets from that is going to keep oh, yes. a lot of schools afloat. You know, there's going to be a lot of schools and programs that could possibly shut down if we don't get to that. So we got to keep pushing forward and, you know, like I said, knock on wood, we've been blessed here and, and haven't had to miss any games yet. Um, and, and just the most important thing, though, is just keeping everybody safe. You know, everybody's safe and healthy and, and being able to go out there and do what they love to do so that we also can keep that mental, you know, that mental health uh, intact as well. That's one for you, Coach. This is a, a, one, I got one for you. It's real light. What was your quarantine hobby? Mine was playing a guitar. So what, what was your quarantine hobby? Hey, that's a good one. Um <laughs> You know, 
I really tried to do a good job of going back and just watching a lot of film on the last couple of years. And just, we did a lot of Zooms with our guys. Um, but I live way out in the country and uh, I would say probably working in my yard. Um, I, I quarantined in the yard a lot. It, it gave me a chance to uh, think a lot, you know, get, get a lot of thoughts in there about our guys and just this whole process and this world and all the different things that we're all going through right now. So, um, you know, I, 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 I'm the type of person that I always try to find something positive out of everything. Oh, same here, and, coach. You know, I just, I kept telling myself that, you know, it was sad that I wasn't with our guys and that I wasn't at practice, but I was like, and I told my staff this, you know, every day we met on Zoom, I'm like, how can we make this better? What can we get out of this to be better? How can we improve from this? And, you know, I'd like to say that we did. I think we did. I think that we did. And, you know, I don't know if we would be 3-0 and right now in conference and 9-5 and and have won six in a row if we hadn't. Oh, yeah. Same here, Coach. I, I, I feel like 2020 made me a better leader, a better person, a better boyfriend, a better everything because uh, I had to re-evaluate re JR as, as a person and see, because JR had a responsibility to take care of more than just him himself now. So yes. you using my show for good, using my reach for good for my interns, getting them jobs and helping my family. So coach, for me, I've grown a lot this past year. I know it's a bad year for a lot of people, but for me, it forced me to grow as a person, as a radio host, as, a, as just a man in general in, in, this, in this nation, in this country. You know, I, it's it's funny that you said that. I was driving home New Year's Eve, um, and out of after practice, and I was listening to a radio station out of Houston, uh, 102.1. Good, good, really good R&B station. One of my favorite stations, and 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 it was great because the guy said, you know, he was caller ins. All right, hey, caller in, you know, and hey, what do you have to say about 2020? Cause it's fixing to be in the rear view mirror, you know, and I'm sitting there driving and I had a little small uh, minute there where I was negative. Right. So, you know, what was my, you know, my thought was, what do I want to say to 2020? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can tell you what I would say, but it was a, it was great because, and they do a lot of religious uh, music on that station as well, but it was great because the people that were calling in were so positive. And one of the answers was the exact one you just gave. He was like, Hey man, it's made me a better husband. It's made me a better father. It's made me a better work. It's made me a better leader. It's made me. So I want to thank 2020 for helping me and making me, you know, better. And just listening to that, not that it wasn't going to get me in that good mood going home, but just listening to that, I was like, you know what, that that's really how I feel about it too. You know, um, it, it, it has, I mean, it has made us better in a lot of things and, and I also, like I just said at the beginning, you know, of our talk, I think it's made us compartmentalize things oh, yes. a lot, right? So, like, even during the season when things are hard and it's hard to spend as much time with the kids as I need to, now you go home at night and you're like, you know what? I'm going to put this tape down for a minute and I'm going to go over here and play. I'm going to play Uno real quick, with, you know, with my son or I'm going to go, I'm going to watch this movie real quick with my daughter. And oh, yes. You know, I, I just think that, you know, again, that man upstairs, you know, he, he doesn't make any mistakes. And I think when he does things like this, that he's just trying to get our attention and he's trying to get us to understand that there's a lot more than maybe what we're always trying to focus on and concentrate on. And coach, the last one I want to tell you is that I, I 
didn't realize how much impact I had until people sent me emails and saying, thank you for still doing your show. Your show's giving me a, a, a release from all the negativity and how you're so positive about what's going on, how you're trying to bring people together, giving facts about what's going on around us. So, Coach, honestly, I knew I had reached in here with, with, with going for Chinese, Chinese with the making, but I never knew do to how much impact it made on my listeners from the email being tell me, thank you for doing the show, doing this hard time, being quarantined, and you're still doing your show, giving me hope and giving me good content, talking to guys like yourself and other people. So, Coach, I didn't realize how much impact I had just on people until this year as well. You know, it, it it's true. I mean, you do, you know. Uh, your, your positivity, your energy for what you do and having people on all the time and getting people's perspectives, you know, people want to listen to, I, I think it's important. And, you know, and I think that that's a good point, though. Like, we may all have that impact on people when we do things like you and I do that we don't really, we don't think that, right? I mean, we don't really think that unless someone says it or we hear that. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think that's that's really cool and neat. And you know what? It doesn't do anything but energize you to do do it more and, and to be even better than what than what you are at, at, at doing it. So I think it's good, good stuff, man. Well, Coach, thank you for your time today. It's good to catch up with you again. It's luck to you as always. Let's do this again with you again real soon, oh, Coach. And, and be no, safe I, and healthy. I appreciate you, man. You know, I, I do a lot of these, but I'll be honest. I, you're one of my favorite because you just got so much passion and energy, man. And uh, and so I, li I like coming on with you all the time. And, and uh, you know, I can just tell you got a big heart and you, you like what you, you like what you do, man. And, and I know you make better – you make people around you better too. So I appreciate that. Anytime, Coach. Thank you for those kind words, Coach. You be safe and be healthy, man. I'll be cheering for you guys as always, man. Go Bearcats, for real, Coach. I mean All that. All right, man. Eat them up, cats. Thanks, All right, Coach. Be good. All See right, you man. real soon, buddy. See you. All right. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube